Hello. Hello. Hey, hey, good morning. How are you guys doing? Can you guys hear me well? Yeah. Yep. Okay, perfect. Well, guys, I could not wait to be here on this call this morning. Thank you for making it happen and uh, being uh, together on the call. How are you guys doing this morning? We're yeah. doing good. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, I'm Cyril, your host, and welcome to my podcast that I called I Really Want to Do This. In this podcast, I interview guests from all walks of life and try to understand the various ways that different types of people with different backgrounds and experiences succeed in achieving their goals in their very own ways. Think of the past 10 years in your own life. Have you had a personal goal, an objective, maybe you call it a dream? of doing this one thing. You really want to do that one thing, whatever it may be, but for some reason, you never succeeded in making it actually happen. Well, by showcasing successful achievers and asking them how they did it, I sincerely hope that this podcast will give you some ideas and maybe answers on where to start, how to proceed, in order to actually do that one thing that you really want to do. Hi guys, this is Cyril and welcome to the podcast. I really want to do this. Today, we're so happy. We have not one, but we have two guests and I've been willing to listen to their story for a long time. So um, please welcome my two friends. Today, we have Finn and Carter. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing today? We're good. We're good. Yeah. You tired? Tired of what? I don't know. Just I don't know. <laughs> you didn't sleep too good. Yeah. All right. So today uh, is Saturday, so it's the start of the weekend. Uh, do you have a, have an, any plans for this weekend? Um, um. Well, after this, we're probably gonna go on a bike ride, right? Yeah. Then, maybe. Yeah. Like a mountain bike or? Uh, yeah, 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 mountain yeah, bike. yeah, mountain bike ride. And, oh, wow. And maybe if there's wind tomorrow, we'll go kiting. But it's the end of the season, so, so there's not going to be you much. Can't, you can't hope too much. Okay, so you just uh, played by ear, basically. Oh, there's wind. Let's go kiting. And yeah. if there's not, yeah. okay, we'll go, you know, mountain biking or whatever. Yeah. Okay, cool. Listen, okay, so we're going to introduce you to the listeners because they, they don't know you. So uh, can you please tell me how old you are and where do you live now? And um, tell me first, maybe Finn, can you tell me that? Um, hi, I'm Finn. I'm 11 years old. I live in San Rafael. And yeah. So San Rafael is Northern California, for those who don't huh. know. Yeah. How about you, Carter? Oh, um, yeah, I'm 12. I turned 12 couple of weeks ago um and i live in san rafael the same okay yeah. perfect so are you guys uh schoolmates um no he I, we never I, have it's so annoying yeah <laughs> you wish you could be in your same class together all the time eh? yeah yeah okay so how did you guys meet 
Um, well, it was actually kind of funny. I was flying the trainer kite one day on the beach down here, and he shows up, and the, our dads start talking, and we start talking, and now we're best friends. We've just kept in touch, and yeah. Oh, I love it. So you're flying the kite. What kind of kite is this? Uh, a kiteboarding kite. It's um, you you control it with a bar. It's a what? So it's like. It's a, it's like a big like parachute kind of thing. Yeah, yeah like of. A, it's like a hang glider kind of, but you have to blow it up. Yeah. And then, like, it you have like lines to control it. So like, it, yeah, like if you're like paragliding, you like control it by like pulling down. It's kind of like the same thing. So it's kind of like a windsurfing with a board, but yeah, with a kite. Yeah, yeah, and it's flying in the sky. Yeah. So wait, are you allowed to do that when you're? 11 or 12 years old oh yeah you're you're, you're yeah you're allowed to do it any age just it's kind of intimidating because all the lines and the power of the kite but i mean you, you learn it you have to be at least like 55 pounds to actually start because if you're not then you're it's going to be like yanking you yanking you and you could fly with the kite or what yeah yeah so you guys started you were just 55 pounds or you said, okay, I'm, I'm ready to go now. Or what, how, um, how did you, how did you um, guys start? Um, I, I, I was always down. My, my dad actually knew how to kite. Um, and, um, and he, I would always go watch him and I'd be like, when can I learn? When can I learn? He's like, when you turn 10. And yeah. when I turned 10, I was like, I want to learn. And that's when COVID hit. So, so, Every day after Zoom class, it was kind of lucky and not lucky because of COVID. But yeah. every day after Zoom class, it would end early. So we would just drive over to like the big learning spot and we would practice there every single day there was wind. Wow. So uh, like the practice spot is a spot where there's wind and where there's it's kind of shallow or? Uh, yeah. Pretty also, much. a practice spot usually has like a beach that's not like... That's like worst case scenario. It's like a five minute swim to shore. Right. Okay. So like, and, and there's a lot of people and there's kind of like a designated learning spot. So there's a lot of people on the beach. So like, if they see you, they come and pick and help you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Okay. So you start with a, like a smaller kite. So it's not too big and not overpowering you. Yeah. And it's probably kids kite. I would say. And then rainer kites that are like small and they're not nearly as complicated and it's just to learn how to like control it the kite mm -hmm. yeah and it's like a one one meter kite and it just goes up and you can like fly it around but for learning you need an inflatable kite and they go by meters yeah uh, so like you'll pump them up and then you'll fly them and the ones they fly kind of like this um yeah. so, so the wind will catch them and, and they'll pull you more okay so first you learn how to fly the kite like on the beach control yeah. the kite and then you start to put your feet on the board have you had any experience of, like being on a board like surfing or something like this? um yeah i surf i sometimes surf but um he has a boat so we go wakeboarding I oh also, wakeboarding wow yeah wakeboarding um i also skateboard i do a lot of board sports and i think he does too i don't really do many board sports but i feel like kiteboarding is like 
like ninety percent kite and like twenty and like ten percent board. Oh, really? So because the once you have the skill of of kiting, then you just on the board gliding and it's kind of e- easier. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Like much easier than like wakeboarding. Just like start on the board if you know how to do the kite. So the wakeboarding, it's you're you're pulled by by your boat and you follow the wake, right? So you're holding on to a rope as well, or you let it go? Yeah, you're holding on to a rope. Yeah. It, it, it's it's pulling you from like your chest, but but with a kite, it's pulling you up. Yeah. So you kind of have to lean back, and that and that's what's get you riding. Hmm. And in skate, Carter, what you just uh, started early, like young, and then you bought a skateboard. You were doing skate park and, and did tricks and stuff. Uh, yeah, I don't really do much tricks. I kind of just roll around at the skate park. But mm. like, I learned how to like kind of carve around and that stuff, and that kind of helped me with like the balance on the board. And yeah. Yeah. So tell me about the typical day when you go. Okay, you want to go go kite surfing. Um, tell me about your motivation. Like you wake up, you can't wait to go or you're like, ah, today I don't really feel like it. Or are you always, wow, this is going to be so fun. Let's just go do it. How, how do you feel when, when you have a plan to go kiteboarding? Um, you always feel kind of like nervous, but also like really excited. And like, you always like, when you get up, like the first thing you do is pack the car, like, like before you eat breakfast, even if you're going at like three. Oh, really? Why is that? Um, be- because with kiteboarding, there's like the board and, and, all, and all that stuff. But like, you, you're so excited. You just want to get everything in the car and eat breakfast and, and, and go as fast as possible. So you can get as much time as possible on the water. Yeah. And Finn, wh- why do you load the car early? Just so that, okay, you get the things going and then everything's in the car. So we're doing it. Yeah. Also, it's kind of like, like you kind of like learn how to do it, and then like it's kind of like you just always think kiting back of the car. Yeah. All right. And then once you get to the beach, how do you feel? You're, you, what, what's your first step? Like you can kind of um, look at the conditions. You look at the other people, or um, yeah. Well, well, when you get to the beach, you you look at the conditions. You kind of feel the weather. Like, which kite should I use? Like. Yeah. Like there's different sizes for different power. Um, you, you'll pick that and always, and, and even if it's the tiniest bit, always when you get to a spot, you have the tiniest bit of nervousness. But w- w- once you get on the water, it's so fun. <laughs> so that nervousness is is part of the the, the experience, right? So yes. Yeah, how, how did you learn? How did you learn to not dominate it, but to accept it as part of the experience? Um, well, well, I have a friend named Ben. He also kites and he's like 15 and he, he's just always been motivating me. And Mm. I I see him on the water having fun. Like he, he learned before me, um, his parents don't kite, but he learned before me. So, um, I, I, I would always watch him and, and he would always be, um, like up ready just wanting to go and watching him that kind of made me want to do it more and more. So now I kind of just, even if I'm tired and like, I don't really want to do it right now. Once I do it and I get on the water, it's, the, it's like, 
why would I not do this? It's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you come back to shore, you're like, I loved it. It was so good. You know, when, when you get on the shore, you're not even tired. You're like, oh, I wish I could go out more. But <laughs> so how can you be not tired? Like, do you guys actually train uh, to have a good cardio or to have like some kind of strength? Or are you going to do that later when you're older? I think probably when our, when we're older, because right now we're kind of just get up, pack the car, eat breakfast and go. It's yeah. not like, yeah. But in, in some ways, I mean, if you, if you do mountain biking, you're teaching your body to be fit. Right. And so then you have the endurance on the board. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Also, what happens is like the more you like, the more you do it, like, and the better you get at it, um, e even if like you're uh, like not getting as strong, it'll get easier. because like, you know, what, it, what's going to come and you can like brace for it and like, not like be always like crafting mm. and stuff. So it's technique. Yeah. Like you get better and then you, you don't put pressure when you don't have to. You you kind of feel your, when it's coming. Like, let's say I, I do. Are you jibing? Like, do you turn yeah. like this? Yeah. So this is a hard skill to get, isn't it? Um. Yeah. Well, when you learn, you're kind of just riding around, kind of taking the board off, getting ready and dive the kite again back. Oh, but what, when you learn, you kind of have to like trust yourself and trust the board that it it'll hold you yeah. when you go around the turns okay so tell me something now we're all talking about having fun and, and doing stuff but i want to understand if there are any moments where it's it's kind of hard where oh i want to do that trick i want to turn around and and you can't and you're you're not able to do it right now and so what, what's your thought process on when you hit something that is, is hard and you can't do it? Do you just think, oh, you know, I'm just learning. I'm going to get it. Everybody's getting it. Maybe it's going to take me a little bit longer. What's your thought process when there's something that you can't seem to get? Um, I feel like, like that happened to me like uh, last year. And it's like, like there's just like, It just like you just can't like do it you just need to like like uh sometimes like if you can't do it that day you just like just come back the next day when you're more like mentally prepared for it mm. so and mentally prepared what, what do you mean like if you're just like if you like think about it and visualize it enough like you can like feel you kind of feel what it's like already even if you haven't done it yeah Okay, so that's visualization a little bit. Yeah, adding on to Finn, like, say, say you didn't get the get it one day, like, I do this, like, say I'm practicing jumping or something, I, I, I'll go home and watch some YouTube videos on it and, like, kind of memorize it in my brain, and then the yeah. next day I'll practice it and practice it, and then I'll get it. Okay, and then, so tell me, do you, like, if you feel upset, Do you brush it off? Like, I shouldn't be upset, you know, I'm, or like, you know, sometimes we have negative feeling and you just say, okay, I don't get it today. Like, do you rationalize the fact that, well, maybe I just don't have it today. I'll have it tomorrow. Or like, are you optimistic in your mind or what do you, how would you characterize your thought process when you're faced with something you can't do? I feel like first, it's just like, like, 
if you don't like stop and think about it, you're just gonna be like super frustrated. But like if you like just like take like a deep breath, it's gonna get like easier. And like you just think like, mm. okay, I got this. Yeah. And do you talk to each other about hey, you know, I can't do that. Give me some advice or like sometimes you know it's good to have some some other person to talk about, right? Yeah, definitely. Like our dads can do a lot of the stuff. Um, so like we'll go ask them, and they'll give us pointers, and they'll help us out with all that stuff. Mm. Yeah. So I think both of your dads are very involved, right? In in the same sports as you do. Oh yeah. Um, t tell me a little bit the what you think about about them, and what they do to to help you do what you like. Um. Well, first off, they're um. They drive us everywhere, and they and 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 they want us to go out so bad that um they'll pump up our kites for us wow. while we're getting ready because they want us out, and um th they'll just walk us out and give up their time yeah on the water for us, which is kind of super nice. Yeah, Finn. Yeah, and they like. They're like like willing to like if we if like the wind is not um good enough for them to fight, they'll still drive us out and like do everything for us, even if they can't get. Mm. And how do you feel about them being involved in 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 that, like on a daily basis, on your happiness making does that make you feel and want to give it back to them in some ways? Yeah. And yeah. like um uh, like he was talking about Ben Brooks. He's like um, his parents don't kite and yeah. he's like, he gets like a lot less time on the water just because of like, he's not like, he, he doesn't have someone to like drive him there. Yeah. So Ben, he's 15, right? Yeah. He's so probably has to have more drive. Like I've got to do, make it happen. And that's also very good for him to be so driven and say, I'm, you know, I'll put it on my bike. I'll go because I don't have the parents to help me. But I really like what you guys said about, you know, you're valuing your parents' involvement because I'm sure your mom also is involved in that. And, and I think it's true for everything in life in general that somebody gives you like something out of their heart, then you feel like you want to give it back to them. And then after, once you learn that, you give it to other people, like you're nice and kind to other people, even though they didn't ask, and they'll give it back to you. You know, some people call it karma, where um, if you give positive vibes, around you it is going to come back to you right and it's the same actually for bad vibes if you give bad vibes and and bad energies outside it's going to come back to you so you're learning that super early and i think it's 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 amazing that you're going to grow up being amazing people and uh, not only sportsmen but in, in also being really good people around you so wow i want to be next to you guys when when you grow up because you're going to give me all these good energies <laughs> Thank you. Almost everybody in the in the kiting community, though, is like pretty like like always nice. Like like even if if someone's in a bad mood, uh, like if you like forget your pump, oh, uh, they're always gonna let you borrow it. Or oh, like, fantastic. And, and like it's even to the point where like it's okay to just borrow it without even asking them, because like that mm -hmm. happens a lot. Because like people like. Because like you only use it like for five minutes and then it's just sitting there. So. Oh yeah, great.
So now you're 11, 12. Um, are you guys going to, uh, what's your idea of the future are you on that, that sport? Do you do any other sports? Um, I do um, mountain biking. I kite, obviously. Um, I uh, play... I, I play lacrosse mm -hmm. um, and I started football at my school. Yeah. How about you, Finn? I play football at my school and I kite and bike, but I also ski. Oh, you love to ski? So tell me about that. Do you do any jumps? Yeah. And skiing is a lot different from kiting, but it's also kind of the same because like, it's like super conditions dependent too. Right. So if you have a good snow, you can do some tricks that you can't do if you don't have a good snow or something. Uh -huh. mm. And it's also like skiing. Uh, when you ski, it's a lot like less. It's a lot. I feel like less like more like adrenaline and less like scary. Like, cause like, Oh, I have to swim back. This is so annoying. Oh yeah, there's sometimes happen where you're like the the wind blows you away and you have to swim back. And there's like sometimes where the wind's just like, oh, guys, stop kiting, and the wind just says, okay, nope, no more kiting, sorry. And <laughs> like uh, that would be the last se uh, session I had. It was so what happened? The wind died. So I was kiting like along, right? And it, it was, the wind was very iffy that day. Mm. So um, I was kiting and then I got out and then the wind like shut off and I couldn't get back to shore. So I had to swim back. Wow. So you, you were talking, the wind says that and the wind says that. So do you consider the wind being like some kind of its own personality and its own persona? Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. So, so some days it's super light, and it's kind of like I feel like sometimes when it's light, I feel like the wind's kind of tired, yeah. and and sometimes when the wind's like perfect, the wind's nice, and um when the wind's like blowing super fast, like thirty miles an hour, um it it for me I kind of feel like it's kind of angry sometimes yeah. because. Uh -huh. Psycho, and then just drops, and then goes up again. So, does that make you think that you have to adapt yourself to the conditions, right? Because if the wind's super angry that day, you can't say like just "Hey, quiet down." No, it's not going to change, right? No. So, how do you adapt in your head? You say, "Okay, I've got to adapt myself to the conditions." Maybe you change your the size of your wing. Maybe you change your um, your mind before you go on the water. And I think it's actually very valuable also for humans, right? If you, if you deal with someone that's angry, it's like, well, you know, I'm not going to change him. Maybe in his, in his, he's in that mood that I'm just going to change myself. Maybe uh, the way I talk to him and with, you know, and that's, that's really valuable. I, you know, I, I paddle in the ocean and I, I see the ocean the same way. Like it's got its own personality. But I feel like I'm so tiny. I'm, I'm so happy to be playing on the water because it's so powerful. It's mighty. And in some ways, you have to respect that ocean, right? Is it, do you feel a little bit of that? Or like you need to respect the wind because? Yeah, 
Yeah, definitely. Because I feel like if the wind's super angry one day and and you respect it, it might like either calm down a bit or um if um if you don't accept the wind it might like not blow the next day and yeah. and you won't be able to kite so it's kind of like if you respect it there's going to be good stuff coming back to you mm-hmm. and if you don't it's going to come back to you as well but not in mm-hmm. giving finn do you have anything to say also like the wind is like there's so many like videos and pictures of people and like and, and like they just don't like they're like okay i i'm just always gonna bring this because i because I, like i'm good i can handle it yeah. and they like and the wind's just like nope and they just like um like in the river i saw this this person and and they were um on the beach they got blown like at least 40 feet in the air just what? trying to because they just got launched and then they slammed into the sand. Wow. So you have to be smart, but you have to be also humble. Like if it's not the day to go out, you have to respect the strength, right? Yeah. Uh, for me, you know, when I'm trying to kayak to Hawaii, I had to do this. I had to really value what is the smart decision. And for me, safety is always the first because the ocean is going to be there another day. And that day, you know, I decided, okay, for me, the best course of action right now is actually to call for rescue. Um, but do you have some days where you go and you say, well, maybe the smart decision is actually not to go out? Yeah, like um, in Hood River, what happens, like, is it gets too windy for us. And we just have to accept that. Like our parents are flying our kites because they're like, because it's just like so windy that like, that like there's nothing you can do about it yeah mm. and like there was like um uh, this day it, it was blowing like like it was gusting to like 60 miles an hour yeah. and the waves were like 30 feet high so like there's like no like and it was just like crazy oh yeah yeah it's too gnarly huh yeah mm. We've talked at the beginning about that, that feeling. And I was asking you, what's your motivation to go in the morning and go? There's people that have that in their own lives. They, they want to do something, but somehow they don't go after it. And they, they don't do it because maybe, you know, life is what it is. And you have to, you're busy, you have to work, or it's expensive and stuff. What advice would you give to someone who wants to do something? And it's not related just for what you do, like not kiting like if somebody wants to become a painter, but they have never started, they want to be a singer, but they have never started singing. What advice would you give them? Um, for me, I would like, yes, we have parents helping us, but a, a lot of people do other stuff that, that you'll do. So, so, so there's a lot of other kiters and back to my friend, Ben, he would be down at the beach every single day, just asking, can I, can I rig your lines? Can I pump your kite? Because no, no one wants to do that. They just want to get on the water. They'll get your wet. Like people will get their wetsuit on, they'll come back and all their stuff's ready from Ben. And people then just took them under his, uh, um, their wing. They like yeah. taught him as much as possible. 
Yeah. I know, like donating like kites and stuff. Yeah. And when I became friends with Ben, um, when I was learning and we would go, um, Ben would be texting every day. Where are you guys going today? Can I come? Can I come? Can I come? Just asking. Mm. And yeah. and there's a lot of gear involved with kiting and other yeah. stuff like painting. You need like a ladder, paintbrush, and paint. Yeah. But like some people say, oh, you need the best equipment. Just buy it secondhand. It's a lot yeah. cheaper right. and like it's simpler. So basically, if I try to resume what you said is you have to go after what you like. And no matter what, if you show your motivation to other people and you really show up, then people will see that energy and they'll say, well, I want to help him. You need gear. Here's your gear. You know, you need advice. I'm going to give you advice, right? It's you can't really wait for things to happen. You have to go, right? Is, is that what you wanted to say? Yeah, definitely. Also, another piece of advice is you really like need to surround yourself with people. Like, it's like doing something on your own is like much harder. Like to get into it. Like, um, uh, Carter started cutting before me, and after, and like when we became friends, it was like more like, uh, like I wanted to hang out with him, so we would go. And like, if you like surround yourself with people who like, like if you want to paint, like you surround yourself with like like people who like paint then you can like like know it and you guys can like share advice and like have like friendly competition and stuff totally so you have to look at friendship of uh, other people that think think the same way because you maybe you you know if you if you look at energy and vibration you have the same vibration you just understand each other and then you feed each other's energy like hey i don't feel good about kind of oh let's go boom let's go and then when you're together you're just like wow look at the wind it's like just fun right to be around good people yeah and and so what do you do if you feel like say you meet someone and he's kind of the opposite where it's like oh you're kiting no nah, you shouldn't go kiting do something else what what do you do about these these people you just kind of like say you do you like you yep. do what you want and like I, I can do what I want, but we can still like be friends, but just like just, like we just won't be as good of a friends. Yeah, I, I, I have a friend named Cole and he's like, Oh, you 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 shouldn't be kiting, you, you should be playing basketball with me and that stuff. And I'm like, but I I personally don't really like basketball and yeah. you might love basketball and you might not like kiting, but I like kiting. Yeah. So you'll do basketball i'll do kiting but like we'll still see each other and we'll still be friends like just yeah just... totally totally yeah you just have different interests like if i have a friend who loves maybe rap i don't love rap but i'm glad for him that he loves rap you know i love i don't know different kind of music from latin america you know we could still you know be super friends but the idea is also not to bring anybody else down about their own um, passion and hobby and, and past I mean, In fact, I think you could pretty much always encourage people of following their dreams. Like, you want to do this? Do it. You know, it doesn't take anything from you. Like, you guys are into kiting. I'm not into kiting more, maybe kayaking. But if I see you, I say, guys, do go for it. You know, in five years, you're going to be champions. And it actually, I feel so good to encourage other people it's, it's funny, you know, sometimes we always, always think that getting something makes you feel good. But for me, it's about giving. 
It's about and giving energy and giving ideas and, and encouragement. That feeds me. I love this. And it's kind of why I did this podcast, because I want other people to do this, do what they love in life. Yeah. Mm. Like, like, uh, like you like kayaking to Hawaii, like everybody who like is following you, like everybody is like, uh, like nervous for you, but they're also like, uh, like everybody uh, like wants you to do it. Like there's nobody who wants you to like, just like say, yeah. oh, it's too scary. Oh. Like yeah. everybody wants you to do it. Totally. And then maybe they'll think, well, he's kayaking to Hawaii. And I actually started kayaking only 10 years ago, right? Uh, but maybe the ill trigger in their mind, well, maybe I should do also my passion. And that's why I'm so interested in listening to you guys, because I think you will inspire people to do what they like. Now, what is, uh, let's say, what is in two years, three years, four years from now, do you have any goals you want to reach uh, in terms of your sports or what? You know, the title of this podcast is I really want to do this. Do you have that feeling of I really want to do something for the future? Yeah, me, I, I, I would really want to like get really good and like go around and just travel the world and kite. Um, yeah. just at all, like travel with Finn and fr and friends. I'll probably make kiting. Yeah. Just, just go and do it. How about you, Finn? Also, like, like my goal is to like be good enough to like, like actually like be able to kite like anywhere like and like do like be able to like just be like be able to like just kite enough. Right. That, so, yeah. So you want to have that technical level where you could pretty much kite all around the world, and yeah. then and then Carter wants to be able to enjoy his passion and also travel and be with you and or other friends and, and, and keep enjoying that, right? Um, so have you given any thought about how you can make that happen or you just think the way I'm doing now, it's good. I'm just going to keep following my passion or do you have any strategy like for you, Carter, you say, okay, um, uh, if I want to keep doing that passion, I better be good in class. Like I don't want, you know, to do my passion 100%, but then not be good in, in school. Have you thought about kind of the balance you have to have in your life to reach your goal? Yeah, like, uh, like trying to do it uh, good in school to be able to, like, like, go places. And, like, also, like, being able to just, like, like, just being, like, not, like, oh, uh, like, I, I know some kiters who, like, They've just like kind of like, like they've gone into like other hobbies or like they've started like, like. Be scattered a bit or. Yeah, and they've scattered and then they kind of like, and if you don't like go like enough, I feel like uh, like uh, you start like quitting and like not doing it as much. Mm. So you need to have some discipline in, in consistency, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, you don't want to get like rusty and stuff. Yeah. But we also have to understand that things change, right? Uh, conditions are such that sometimes maybe you don't like it as much or there's a new sport coming up. And I mean, are you guys winging as well a little bit? Or what do you think? Not really, because like, 
it's like a whole new thing to learn and like and like kiting for us was like it's like really hard to learn and then like like learning is like like it's it's not as nearly as fun as like actually like kiting so like mm. the first like for the first like three months when you're actually like committed it's not like amazing it's because you're just like kind of on the shore with like a big kite and you're like just like kind of practicing you're like practicing yeah well, the beginnings are are always not that's fun right because you they're start fun. from yeah but like they're not like it's not like amazing like yeah hmm. but you know i've i've seen for example musicians They play the guitar and they're really good at it. And then there's a different kind of guitar, maybe a bass that is different strings, but you, it's kind of similar. So you, you learn it pretty fast and then you, then you're good in music and then you could start the piano because you already have the, 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 the notes on your head and you kind of know about music. So you could switch from like, for example, me, I speak five languages fluently and I speak French because I was born in France and then I learned Spanish. Spanish and French are very similar, so it's kind of easy to learn. And then Italian is also similar, so I, you know, you could switch and learn. Maybe I think that you guys, the moment you decide to do a wing and maybe start on the foiling and stuff, it'll be easier for you than for anybody else because you already have the gliding, you know the water, you know the weather, you know the wind, you know how to jibe and stuff. Isn't that cool that you could switch passions also that are kind of yeah. similar? Yeah, definitely. I feel like I uh, I would learn to wing if like like uh, like a lot of professional kiters like they wing because like in play this is like winging where there's like big waves like breaking waves is really cool because it's because you can just use the foil to surf and you don't have to use the wing and you just let it go behind you. Well, like I watch videos of kiters and a lot of their videos is now winging, but um. I get it because some places it's like rocky and stuff and you can't mm. launch a kite and do all the lines because it's the lines are like 20 20 meters right yeah, yeah. 20 meter lines and the kite's like seven meters and, yeah. and you can't and you can't do that on a beach that's tiny but like a wing you could just pump it up and walk out mm. wow that's awesome guys I was when I was a kid, I did windsurfing, and I thought back then that it was super cool. But now you guys are don't even need a mast, you don't need a you know, you just go out. And the great thing is that you can travel the world literally because all you need is carry maybe a board or you could rent a board in any country that you go to, right? Mm. Have you guys traveled a little bit with your parents overseas? Yeah, um, I've actually traveled all over South America. Um, wow. uh, I've My mom is from Scotland, so we also go to Scotland a lot. We've taken a family trip to um Australia. Yeah. And um, I I've kited here in the Bay Area all over. Um, yeah. I've gone to Hood River because they own a house up there, and yeah. that's where he learns mainly, right? Yeah. Um, and I've also gone to La Ventana in Mexico, so. Oh wow, you're so lucky. What do you think about travel, Finn? Finn, before we start with my next question, can you tell me if you've been traveling a bit as well? Um, I really don't like. 
I like go to Hood River a lot, but like I haven't kited anywhere else besides like the Bay Area and there. Because yeah. like I don't know, like I haven't like really. I don't really travel that much. Oh well, maybe you could do in the future. You know, yeah. I was, I was born in France, and I didn't travel very much outside of my country until I was maybe eighteen. And then I started to travel and I loved to travel. When I was 25, I did a trip around the world for one year with a backpack and a friend. And we went traveling, just catching a bus here, going there, staying in a, in like, in a hostel and stuff. It was, I loved it. And Carter, you know how you see different cultures and different ways of thinking. And I think it's really good to see how people think different way, different ways. But you can still be friends, you know, that people have different language. Do you speak a bit of Spanish then? Um, me, I've a little bit. I've taken two Spanish lessons, but it's it's hard for me. Hmm. His dad speaks like fluent Spanish, though. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Well, maybe you'll learn it. It's not that complicated, you know. But hey, your mom is from Scotland. Yeah. Can you imitate her accent when she speaks? Um, <laughs> Does she have a Scottish accent? Uh, sort of, but she lo- she's lived here so long, she kind of grew out of it. But when she goes home, like she's actually home right now in Scotland. Yeah. Um, she, she um, she gets it. Yeah, she, she can do it, but it's hard for me. Is it? Yeah. And how about your grandpa? Is he over there in Scotland? Yeah. Yeah. He's and been- his accent is so funny, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I remember going to Scotland and, uh, and it was uh, Inverness. So it's the north of Scotland. The accent was like so strong. I had a hard time understanding. It's like, are you guys speaking English? Yeah. Wow. Fantastic. Well, guys, I love the conversations we're having. Um, so I've asked you already this question, but I, I think we could give it another go. If you have one advice to somebody who wants to start something that they like, what advice? Something they want to remember. What is it? Finn. Um, to just, just like try and like do it as much as possible. And even if you don't want to, like, there's like a, like 70% chance that if you actually go out and do it, you'll actually like, even if you don't want to do it, uh, like then, like if you like do it, like, you're probably going to enjoy it. So give it a go. Give it a try. Yeah. How about you, Carter? What's your advice for them? My one advice is whatever you're, you're like doing, like say it's football or painting or singing or whatever it is, kiting, um, surround yourself with the positive people that do it and can help you. Mm. Great advice i asked your you guys to listen to a song before the podcast you guys listen to a song or not um sort of his song that he made up oh you made up a song (laughs) no it's like it's a song that i that i think beckham beckham found because he he finds a lot of music but it's like in the in the email you sent, it was like, uh, what's your music?" That, that- yeah, because so I feel that I get energized with music, 
let's say I'm in a bad mood or I'm like feeling sad or anything, you know, life, things happen. It's not always easy. That's life. So what I do is trying to change my mood by listening to music. And if, if I put a music that I love, that pumps me up, I feel like completely changed. You know, it doesn't solve the problem. I still have to face it, but it puts me in a good mood. And I really believe that the energy goes from one person to another. Like if I feel great, I'm going to smile. I'm going to look at people in the eyes. I'm going to look at them and, you know, and they're going to feel that energy. Right. Yeah. So the idea was, hey, guys, listen to a song that you love so that we're going to feel that energy in the podcast. We're going to hear it. You might not be completely conscious about that and you're sharing good energy, but you did already. So uh, is there a song that you go to when you want to feel energized? Um, well, I, I make like Spotify playlists and, yeah. and I'll just put in music and I'll just shuffle play the whole song. But like, Favorite, I, yeah. I like rap and stuff. You do? Yeah. What do you like about it? Um, like, I like, like, the rap that's, like, like, the rap that's, like, positive rap. Like, not the, like, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Positive rap. Yeah. But, but because of the, the, the beat or the, the, the way they speak and the flow with the words and all that yeah, stuff. The, like, the beat and the flow kind of just gets me moving in something and so, in some way. And, like, the speed of it, too. Like, it gets, like... At first, it's slow when you're like feeling in a bad mood, and then it like um uh, and like the faster it gets, the more your mood gets like up. Wow, I love it. Well, guys, I want to thank you so much for your time and and sharing your your perspective on life. Um, how about we meet again in in five years and and do another podcast to see what you guys did in life? Yeah, <laughs> if the podcast is still alive, I don't know. Right now, you know, I started this podcast. I wanted to do it, and in maybe half a day. I called someone, hey, how do you podcast? Uh, oh, okay, you need uh, to record it. Can you record it in, on Zoom? Yeah, you just record and then you need to edit it. It's very easy. You put a little music in the, me in the beginning, in the middle, in the end, and there you go. You put it on, on the podcast. So I started out of passion and I'll see where it goes, but you guys are the guest number 26. So episode 26 on October 16th, 2021. And now we have to meet in 2025, in four years. And then we see what you guys are, are up to then. How about that? Yes. Sounds yeah. good. Well, I wish you to continue to follow your passion. Feel that energy of, I, want, I really want to do this and keep doing it. Okay? That's what I wish you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, good luck on your next try. Oh, yeah. I think you're going to get it. Oh, yes, I am. Look, I've got eight months. I'm going to do my best to get ready. Get the boat. I'm going to try to strategize. What do I need? Where am I weak? I'm going to work on my weakness. And, but, but still feel like I'm training every day. I'm going to water and I need to live in the moment. Enjoy the process. Yeah. But thank you so much. Guys, thank you, Finn. Thank you, Carter. That was fantastic. Thank you, thank you to all our listeners. I'm your host, Cyril. And remember, life is an adventure. Live it. Yeah, <laughs> guys, that was awesome. You you nailed it. You nailed it. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, guys. Well, have a beautiful day. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. All right. You guys are the best. Yeah. Thanks. Thank Sarah. you. Aloha. 